Welcome to the Cinema Rat, where we celebrate the greatest and worst in Hollywood films and their most self-indulgent, narcissistic actors, directors, and producers. Here, we will laud and malign Hollywood's seedier elements with levity and humor. They love cinema as much as anyone does. They've been talking about it for over 30 years. Time to get trashy. Here's Gregory and May. Hello, everybody. This is Gregory, and welcome back to another episode of the Cinema Rag. I hope you're doing well today. Today, we're going to do a retrospection on the 2003 Oscar winners and whether or not the people who won it deserved to have won it. I like to do these, and to be honest, I think Academy Awards should not be nominated or not should be given, I should say, until three years at least after the actual release of these movies. So, for example, the 2022 movies for this year's nominations for Top Gun, Avatar, Everywhere, Everything, All at Once, all these. How about we just postpone it for three years? And yes, this would mean three years of no Academy Awards. But then I think it'd be good because in it, with time, you get perspective if whether or not the right movies were chosen. And May and I talked about it in our interview that we did about top five best picture movies that should not have won. This is very common. So I'm just doing multiples of five from 2023. So newsflash, we're eventually going to have 2013. We're going to have uh, 2008. We just did 2013. So let's just get to it. Let's look at 2003, way back when I was 30 years of age, just to date me here. We're going to start with actor in a leading role. Here were the nominees. Adrian Brody for The Pianist, Nicolas Cage for Adaptation, Michael Caine for The Quiet American, Daniel Day-Lewis for Gangs of New York, Jack Nicholson about Schmidt. Adrian Brody won this. This is probably famous for him kissing Halle Berry when he went up to get the award. This was a mistake. Now, The Pianist, I saw it. It's another uh, World War II Jewish movie. Good movie, Roman Polanski. I mean, this is his last really legitimate movie. You don't know anything about Polanski. I mean, he's done some seminal works, probably most famous for being Rosemary's Baby. He was Sharon Tate's husband, who's most famous because of Quentin Tarantino's Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. She was one of the women murdered by the Manson gang. And uh, he's been in Europe for quite some time because there's uh, some charges out there that he had sex with underage women. So he he's not coming back <laughs> to the States. But the movie's fine. Brody's fine, but definitely not worthy of winning this. Uh, I saw Adaptation, Nicolas Cage. That's a Kaufman written uh, movie. Good. Quite American. I've not seen Michael Caine. Michael Caine. I mean, how many how many people do Michael Caine impersonate? Michael Caine. I can't deal with it. Daniel Day-Lewis, Gangs in New York. About Schmidt, Nick Nicholson. Yeah, it's, it's the curmudgeon Nicholson. I don't think he deserves it. This is Daniel Day-Lewis. How did you not give him? The Butcher, he is amazing in this. Come on. Come on. Then I would say number two would be Nicolas Cage in Adaptation. Then maybe Brody, pianist. Actor in a supporting role. Chris Cooper in Adaptation. Ed Harris in The Hours. Newman in Road to Perdition. John C. Riley, Chicago. Christopher Walken. No, we're not, I can't do it actually. Catch me if you can. Now, this is tough. Um, I'm not a big fan of The Hours. I like Ed Harris, but I hate that movie. So you're going to hear me repeat that repeatedly because there's a lot of people from that movie that are nominated. Paul Newman, Road to Perdition. He's good in that movie. That's kind of one of those last nominations. You know, you're, you're a great Hollywood icon, but I don't think he's in serious contention. 
John C. Riley. I didn't even know he has an Academy Award nomination. You, you, I know his dramatic movies. He's done quite a bit, and of course, he's famous for Step Brothers, Talladega Nights, and uh, you know the comedies that he's done with um, Adam McKay, and a lot of them with Will Ferrell. Christopher Walken's just doing Walken and Catch Me If You Can, so I would not include him in that. So I'd probably Cooper's good in adaptation. I'd, I'd probably, I think that's, I think that's the right choice on that one. Actress in a leading role, Nicole Kidman, The Hours, Salma Hayek, Frida, Diane Lane, Unfaithful, Julianne Moore, Far From Heaven, Zell Wegger in Chicago. The winner was Nicole Kidman for The Hours. This is a travesty. This movie is horrendous. It is horrendous. Nicole Kidman is most famous in this movie for wearing the fake prosthetic nose. This movie is so overrated on so many levels. It's got Kidman, Julianne Moore in it. Uh, it's just horrible. Now, Sama, Sama Hayek. You guys know, one of my celebrity crushes back when I in the 90s. This was her kind of personal uh, his, her movie. She wanted to have this movie done for years, and she worked hard uh, to finally get it done. Of course, Frida Kahlo, the, the Mexican painter, Samahawk's Mexican. And um, she's dating Edward Norton at this time, and Edward Norton is reputed to really have written this script She's okay in it, but it's kind of the token. Let's just give it to her for her hard work. But she's nothing special because Sam Hayek's not a good actress. Diane Lane and Unfaithful, great Adrian Lyne movie. Uh, I just saw. Oh God, what was the name of the movie? The one he just did with Ben Affleck and Anna De Armas when they were dating, where, where Affleck's the cuck and she's cheating on him all the time. Open Water. Troubled Water, yeah, it came out last year. It's decent, but it's not, com it's not compared to the classics of Line, which are Unfaithful, Fatal Attraction, and Decent Proposal, and others. She's good in this movie. you got to show a lot of range to be the uh, unfaithful wife. Julianne Moore, Far From Heaven, she's okay. Zellweger in Chicago, eh. I mean, look, we'll have a standalone filmography on Zellweger. She has two Academy Awards for Best Actress, most recently for playing Judy Garland. She's fine in this. Not definitely worth the Academy Award. Sorry. So who would I give this to? I mean, I think it's a weak category. I'd probably give it to Diane Lane for Unfaithful. Actress in Supporting Role. Catherine Zeta-Jones in Chicago. Kathy Bates about Schmidt. Julianne Moore, The Hours. So Julianne Moore was having a good year, right? Far From Heaven and The Hours. Queen Latifah in Chicago. Meryl Streep adaptation. So this is one of those that May would hate. Because it's like, oh, Meryl Streep's in a movie, let's just give her a nomination. Yeah, she doesn't deserve it. I would say as well that Kathy Bates in About Schmidt's playing Kathy Bates. Nothing special. Julianne Moore plays the kind of the repressed housewife in the hours. Now I would not give it to her because I hate that movie. Queen Latifah in Chicago is not doing anything special. She's just Queen Latifah. So Zeta Jones winning this is fine. I'm totally fine with this. She does a stellar performance in Chicago. As a whole, I'm not a big fan of Chicago. But she does a good job in this role, and I think uh, it's she's definitely worth it uh, in this movie. Now let's take a quick break. I wanted to let you know about the other feeds that we have here at the Eclectico Gregorio channel. We have The Awakened Man, which has been around since the spring of 2017, which mostly focuses on having men and women reach their full potential by knowing about toxins in the food, big pharma cover-ups, and ways to biohack your life we also have the female holistic health apothecary which is a channel that originally started as an essential oils channel 
and there's about 65 essential oils that are broken down over there and then more recently about two years ago i just pivoted and made it more about female holistic health and naturopathic health because i'm a big proponent of let food be thy medicine and medicine be thy food and lastly we have the confessions of an obese child feed which i started in january 2017 which chronicles what it's like to be an overweight child i was an overweight child and i lost over 100 pounds and kept it off for 30 plus years so it's a channel like if you have disordered eating or had a dysfunctional childhood how to deal with that how to how to function with that and also discusses and i interview various people that have a similar background of dysfunctional childhood binge eating binge drinking and how to deal with that and there's a lot of great interviews over there so those are the three other feeds at the eclectico gregorio channel now let's get back to the show Richard Gere singing in this movie is pretty laughable. But, you know, the movie, I, I don't think it's aged well. I remember when the movie came out, people were like, oh, my God, this is amazing. I think Gary Marshall directed this, if I'm not mistaken. Um, it's, 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 well, 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 we'll get to it in a second. We'll get to it in a second. All right, let's keep going. So let's look at the other categories. Animated films. Spirited Away, Hayao Miyazaki, Ice Age, Lilo and Stitch, Spirit, Stallion of the Cimarron, and Treasure Planet. I mean, come on. <laughs> Miyazaki, if Miyazaki does a movie, he's going to get it. Spirited Away is amazing. And I'm not big into, I guess what you would call anime, so to speak. Cinematography, Road to Perdition, Chicago, Far From Heaven, Gangs in New York, and The Pianist. Uh, Conrad Hall got it for Road to Perdition, which, beautiful movie. Tom Hanks, you know, it's a great movie. Uh, I'm surprised Gangs in New York, honestly, didn't get that. Let's look at Best Director. Best Director is The Pianist, Roman Polanski, Chicago by Rob Marshall. I thought it was Gary Marshall. Gangs in New York by Scarsese, The Hour, Stephen Daldry, Talk to Her, Pedro Almodovar. I like Pedro Almodovar's work. Um, I, don't, I don't think I saw Talk to Her, to be honest. I've seen these other four. Polanski winning for the pianist. I mean, clearly this is not aged well. It's like anything where Kevin Spacey won something that is not aged well. Polanski is, I mean, look, to be honest, I know this was a different time back in the 60s and 70s and so forth, but he is a pederast. So, I mean, I, I know we're supposed to separate the work from the person, and I'm, I totally get that. And I would not give him this for the pianist simply because Gangs of New York, Scorsese, really, I know this is not one of his better works. I totally understand that. But come on, I would give it to him. Gangs in New York, Scorsese, by far, by far. Best movie. This is before we expanded out to 10. We have Chicago, Gangs in New York, The Hours, Lord of the Rings, Two Towers, and The Pianist. I would say as a whole, it's relatively strong, relatively strong. I think Lord of the Rings, Two Towers, I think they kind of knew at the time. They're like, well, we're, we're going to give jackson and lord of the rings the academy awards for the last movie and they knew it was going to be coming out so they're like let's just wait being nominated is enough now two towers to me is the weakest of the three movies and uh it's just the fight scene is amazing but it just goes on way too long and i just remember the trees talking and you know, whatever so it's interesting because the pianist gets Best Director and Best Actor doesn't get Best Picture. The winner here is Chicago. Chicago wins Best Picture over Gangs of New York. To me, that's a travesty. It, it's amazing to think like how few hardware or awards that Martin Scorsese has. 
Gangs in New York, you can say what you want about Cameron Diaz's performance. I mean, it is a great movie. It is well filmed. It's a it's a great movie. And the fact that it did not win in Chicago one, I think, honestly, has dated very poorly. And I think if we could go back in time, I think both The Pianist and Chicago would be lowered, relegated, so to speak. And I think if we could do this again, Gangs in New York would have won, in my humble opinion. I will post a poll over at the Cinema Rack Facebook group. You post what you think should have won if you agree or disagree. Guys, there's two links in the episode notes. One is to make a small donation via PayPal if you appreciate my content. And the other one is for the website where you can catch all the Eclectico Gregorio feeds, episodes, and whatnot. Until next time, take care. God bless and pray. Thanks for listening to The Cinema Rack. Please post an honest review on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you listen to your podcast. Check out the episode notes to visit our website and to make a donation. Lastly, follow the rag today. Until next time.